Hey everybody, it's your boy the Cho. Um, it probably goes without saying, but uh, I don't really have to sling you to wellreadcomedy.com and let you know where the tour dates are going to be for 2020 because as of right now, there aren't any. They have all been canceled or postponed, and the ones that have been postponed, um, we have got some new dates, but we'll also just have to see. Nothing's uh, Nothing's completely locked down, and we'll let you know later. Uh, but that's not the point. The point is, uh, right now, everything's canceled, as it probably should be. And uh, please, guys, just stay inside. Be safe if you can. You know, I, I know. And we don't get into it on this podcast, but next week's podcast, which is already recorded, um, we sort of get into, like, the... Um, it's it's fucked up out there on account of, like, some people really, really, really need to work. But also, we're really, really, really don't need to leave the house, and it's screwed up. So if you can stay inside, please stay inside. Everybody be safe. Um, wash your goddamn hands. All that good stuff. Um, man, it's rough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say other than that. Um, and other than, you know, like I said, all our shows are canceled and um, we've had to put a lot of stuff on hold. But the podcast will still come to you every Wednesday, no matter what. Uh, I think our studio probably will end up being closed down, too. But I've got Skype and I can get the boys on it. So, like, every Wednesday you still can look forward to this. And I can't promise anything, but, like, hell, fuck, you know, I can probably drop some uh, bonus stuff because i know everybody's running out of content they're they're struggling to get through everything like they've already got through everything like everybody like i've already read fucking like 200 comic books in the past couple days because all this shit like it's weird man um if you do want some bonus content you can go over to the um well-read nation page on facebook it's the official unofficial official fan page of the well-read uh a comedy tour um, you apply to it's a private group which is pretty sweet but it's a private group that has got almost 8,000 members since like fucking October because Lori Whiteman and company are amazing um, you can join there you take a little quiz and it's like make sure that you are a well-read fan or whatever <laughs> and uh, and I've got a bonus podcast over there that I've been doing called Sunday Dinner with Corey Ryan Forster and I've been doing some sketches and some interviews and stuff like that so there's some bonus content for you to check out but other than that like I said stay safe um Stay on Twitter and stay being funny and stay responding to our shit because you were the wind beneath my motherfucking wings and I love you so much. But um, other than that, here's the podcast and uh, y'all be safe. And again, expect a podcast every Wednesday. Love you and skip. Also, God damn it, I should mention that for the first 30 minutes of this podcast, you're going to be able to hear me, but I'm only in the background of the other two boys' mics because we had some technical difficulties with their mics, which eventually made me... It's a whole fucking thing. Audio's weird. Um, but for the first 30 minutes, you won't be able to hear... You, you'll be... Again, you can hear me. It's just not going to be as clear because I'm in the background of their mics. And then, somehow, after 30 minutes, the whole shit just cut off. And uh, and so me and, me and Trey had to record... Uh, it's fuck it. I'm sorry. Just it's good. It's good. It's just the first part you can't hear me is good, even though I'm loud. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't hit. I'm sorry. Love you, Skew. They're the hero rednecks. They like cornbread, but sex they care way too much, but don't give a fuck. They're the hero rednecks that makes some people upset, but they got three big old dicks that you can suck. Well, here we are. Well, well, here we are. We're here in the Raven's Nest, Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, For anybody listening that hasn't already seen from posts and stuff on social media, what happened was um, we had, we've been on a break from touring for like two and a half months, and our first dates after that hiatus 
uh, we're set for one of our favorite clubs in the whole country, Charlie Goodnights here in Raleigh, North Carolina, one of our favorite cities. We've always had a great time here. Where we are, physically present. We are physically yeah, there right now. We've been looking forward to it. and I, we, We've been talking earlier this week. We obviously have been concerned about the coronavirus and how that would go. And, like, I mean, I should we – should we do it or what? But we still, you know, we had tickets sold to these people who like still wanted to come, and we appreciate the shit out of that. So we were like, and we give our fans shit sometimes for being old. Y'all ain't that old, right? And if I mean, we were like, look, if they if these people are wanting a show, then we're not gonna not give them a show. So we'll, you know, we'll get what we're gonna do it. And to we, quote uh, Patterson Hood recently on Twitter, "You do the fucking gig, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so." So we all flew in, including Corey, because Corey was in L.A. too for a separate thing he had going on. So all of us flew from L.A. today, the day of the first show, Thursday. And Corey got here super early because he had a red eye. But then I got in at like 4 o'clock and I got to my hotel room. And I'm not kidding. I walked into my hotel, kicked my shoes off and sat down on the bed. And our agent called me and said, hey, have you gotten to the hotel yet and i said i just got here and he goes you think you could maybe get back to the airport and i was like what are you talking about and he said i literally just got the call just now that uh the governor of north carolina has banned all gatherings of people over a hundred you know people of peace i was like well we could still do a few of them then but but uh because when seattle said they're like you're going to have to cancel Seattle because they're, uh, they're banning anything over 250 people. I'm like, we can still fucking do the show. Like, it'll make, it'll make it totally fine. Well, it's funny you even bring that up because when Val called, when I finally talked to Val when I landed, I was in the air when y'all found all this out, and I dealt the messenger and you texted me, dude, you just got here. If it was two hours earlier, literally, my ass wouldn't have got on the plane. Right. You, you were in Atlanta. You yeah. could have just got a flight no, straight back no, to No, no, no. I had a direct. Oh, Remember, oh, okay. I, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah, I would have just been home. But uh, me and DJ Lewis got some shows coming up. We ain't canceling them. <laughs> custom, I actually, the, I got the best deal of anybody. Well, what I was before you say that, what I was going to say is I, when I talked to Val, he I don't want to name any names, but he was, like, making jokes about the Seattle band, you know, from some of his other clients. He Because yeah. I said what you said, Travis. I go, hell, we could have done the late shows. <laughs> And, uh, no, it was the other way around. He was making those jokes, and I was like, yeah, I would laugh with you, Val, but we could probably still do our late shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. But either way, we got here and then found out as soon as we got here, and Drew wasn't even here yet, that we're not doing the shows. And obviously, we, uh, you know, wasn't our decision, wasn't the club's decision. Uh, we were looking forward to seeing everybody, but, you know, we our hands are tied. And, I mean, obviously, we did see the writing on the wall. We're like – Dude, Wednesday of this, this is Thursday, uh, March twelfth, and last night Wednesday, I felt it was like when everything really started going. I, to, tomorrow's Friday the thirteenth. Well, yes, that, and also I know you're saying the date because you're laying out how our brains have worked this week because that will make people understand our thought process. But since everyone is dying right now, it almost sounds like you're going. It's March twelfth. All right, day day thirty two. We're in a we're hotel right. room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, like, admittedly, I, this has really not been that bad for me in terms of uh, a. I didn't have to pay for my goddamn flight because the nice people at Game Show Network were nice enough to pick this up too because I was out there doing a thing for them. And also, I mean, you know, I'm not right next door to the house, but I'm here. You know, 
Yeah, I'm gonna go see mom and dad tomorrow. Yeah, like I'll, uh, I'm either gonna, I've got a flight for Sunday, and I'm, I'm certain that they'll once I finally get a hold of Delta, because God damn, as you were saying earlier, like what the fuck is the point of even being diamond? Right. Damn, like you can't get somebody on the phone. Usually, I just go right through. It's the greatest thing ever. Well, when I changed my flight, I did it at the airport because y'all had all the information, and you guys told me to do it there because you can't get through on the phones. And I made a little joke about that to the woman because I was curious what she would say about it because I figure she's annoyed. That she is, instead of checking in people to flights and dropping their bags, dealing with me wanting to change a flight. And she was like, yeah, I had a lady earlier, and I couldn't get through to him. Delta can't get through to Delta yeah, right now. Yeah, everything's crazy. But I, what what I was going to say is I feel like, so today's Thursday, March 12th. I feel like last night or yesterday after, yesterday afternoon, yesterday evening, Corona March butt. 11th, a lot of shit like really happened all at once like shit got real all at once with uh within like 30 minutes of each other tom hanks came out and said he had tested positive for coronavirus the nba suspended its season and there was another huge thing that happened the ncaa tournament yeah, they announced they were going to have it with no fans and now they've canceled it completely yeah. and then in the intervening 12 18 hours since then the nhl has suspended its season entirely uh what does that mean by the way does that mean there's a possibility of it coming back around and us having playoffs yes i think for both of them nba and nhl both want to eventually resume the season and i don't know if they'll cut some of the games off in order not to push it too far into the next year or what but they want to come back and keep doing it i don't think they'll do the season if i was either of them i would just just go straight to the playoffs playoffs. well and they may that may end up being what they do but anyway just a lot of shit has really popped off in the past uh 24 hours and you know including affecting us and this so is, it, now the last episode y'all will have heard was me talking about people overreacting. And I like to say, I tried to stress on there that I was, and I still stand by that. Like, I'm just saying. I'll put this one out first. That way it retroactively looks dumber. Okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause people haven't even heard that yet because no, we won't get into it. Yeah. It's not our fault. Well, still, by the time people hear this, they should have heard that. And I was talking about how people don't hit and but what i mean is do you what guys, i mean is do you guys do you guys remember um mr show it's my favorite oh, yeah. mr yes. show sketch where they pre-tape the call-in show yeah, yeah. we're uh-uh. doing that right now you don't remember uh-uh. that no. they pre-tape a call-in show I, I that's the whole premise of the sketch and david cross is just falling apart as people can't understand that if they're watching him now oh right they yeah. need to talk about a different thing than yes. he's talking about but just like people like hoarding bottled water and all that the 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 hoarding that's going on and people that's like that level of panicking i still think is bad you know and or not be happening because i think people get like you know, you think about people that have like genuine needs for that type of stuff. Pe- yeah. You know, hell, people with cancer or whatever, like that, might not be able to get any of it now because of all the Karens who have but hoarded way. everybody else's, and it's like that just don't. So I stand by the fact that that don't hit. But obviously, this is a well. I think this we, is a huge uh, global health crisis. Well, I think we agreed. The problem was. People were overreacting in their day-to-day lives, and the government in this country was underreacting to a massive degree. It's like that weird dichotomy. But do you think that, like, there's a – the federal government has absolutely been underreacting, but I feel like on a – like a state-by-state or case-by-case basis, 
people have been because they trying to step to. their right. They right, exactly, yeah. But they've been like stepping their game yeah, up, yeah. I think, in terms the of NBA stepped its game up, right? NCAA stepped well, I mean, its the state up. of North Carolina doing this, well, you know, like the, now, the federal now, government now, didn't make them do about it. That real quick, Trey. Okay. The I think this is true. I don't. No, I'm gonna check it with Trey because he'll know. <laughs> no, I don't. I know yeah, what you're talking about. And I don't know. I haven't checked. It's a different. Governor. I know what you're going to bring up. Here's what. No, it is. I know it's a different governor. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. The governor who put the H1B1 law. Did I say it right? They get the numbers right. Yeah, the bathroom bill. Yeah, the one that launched your career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he did <laughs> into effect is gone. Yeah. Because the current governor of North Carolina, his wife came to our show. And we oh, that's right. That's why, yes, he reminded me. That's of that. right. He won. In large part because of that bathroom bill. Yeah. There's a Democratic governor of North Carolina right now, in large part because the last Republican did that. Well, that motherfucker owes us, man. He should have called <laughs> us beforehand, you know? He should have owed you. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, he should be we feeding should, you yeah. right now. His, yeah. His. <laughs> <laughs> Just learning that it's all real, the yeah. Illuminati. He's yeah. like, uh, what age do you like them, sir? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, <laughs> we did do that. Um, the answer would have been 22, everybody. Sure. So how much... But not, no. Not to just <laughs> dive further into the terror and all that, but like, Can I, the thing is, it's like, we're probably just getting started, oh, yeah. right? Like We are on the front end of it, but I do think because of how people are reacting that we right. will, It'll, what they call flattening, yeah. flattening the curve. Right. What Now, this is what my mama said. So She's a nurse, but she is a nurse. Well, there's no mini bar in here. Yeah, but it, it had nothing to do with her knowledge of anything. It was something she read, and I, you know, it very well could have been Fox News or some shit like that. It, uh, is there an alcoholic drink I can have in this room if I replace it yeah, soonish? You can have that one. He's got Not two. that one. You, I drank out of that one. He's got two. I've only got one. I don't give a fuck. I can drink that one. Out. Um, she read that this is one of the rare diseases that the it actually doesn't do as well in the warm. I've heard that too. Like most diseases, yeah. like they incubate in the warm and like they, they grow because that's how bacteria work. But that this one actually, it does better in the cold. And as we, as a country now are approaching spring and everything's getting warmer, that's going to help level it the fuck out. Global now, warming will save us. Now, right. Now, whether or not that's true or... I, I, I have also heard like that. The veracity of that, like I don't know how much. Right. That's fine. Who gives a fuck? Uh, sometimes the podcast doesn't even come out. It's okay if there's an air conditioner. Yeah, if you guys can hear the air conditioner, it kicked on because I have a, uh, it don't do well in the warm. We're trying to freeze this disease. This is going to be terrible for people to hear, but I'll ask you real quick. Do you use Alphonic? That, that can knock out. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. Switch it up. Alphonic changed my life. Yeah, they won't be able to hear that shit. My understanding is that, and this is ironic because of what just happened to our national icon, Tom Hanks, uh, I've heard like that Australia has, until this point, not had as big of a problem with it as other countries exactly because it's been hot as hell there and now they're going into their winter now so it's the opposite for them but that they've been most of their winter for the record though is like low 40s at night which i'm sure is cold enough to spread that disease i'm just saying in very few places there and a few mountains so but it's fun just like reportedly they've had it a little bit better than a lot of like countries have and they still manage to infect Tom Hanks, our America's sweetheart. I got Tom. Thanks a lot, you Aussie cunts. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he ain't that old, and of course, he's 
I just that he didn't even get AIDS from Jenny, and you know he fucked her raw. He had a kid. Of course he fucked her raw. Let it out, son. It's the end of the world. Oh I do. I do want to say one thing in seriousness about DJ and I's shows. When this comes out, um, that we will have already done them, so it's not really a plug. That was a joke earlier. What's well, not a joke is I'm going to have to defend that. I feel like to you guys, defend what? Do it, having to, done it. Yeah, not to YouTube, but to the world. Yeah, well, well, I kept I thought about it, dude. I, well, I, I kept thinking before they canceled these shows, I was it I, was it the right thing to do? Right, I kept it's tough. Yes, I kept thinking. I kept honestly, thinking, like, man, should we, you, like, should we cancel these ourselves? You right. know, and, and well, my what I when you were talking I'm glad about it that happened this way. If I'm being honest, right, it took it off of us. Off of, yeah, 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 right. Well, what I said to you was, it's not like a music festival or a sporting event where people come from all over the country and bring shit in with them. We're the only people traveling, you know. Yeah, it's 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 contained inside a community. So, I, and I stand by that. DJ and I talked about it. He was all about it. I mean, his whole thing is, we're all gonna get it anyway, baby. Let's party at the end of the world. And I was like, yeah, but like, what if I would legitimately hate if we gave it to someone and they got super sick or uh, fuck, yeah. God forbid, died. Uh, right. We've got live. old right. people. I couldn't live. Okay, but we got. Here's who's our as far as older people goes in our fan base. Who is it? Older gay men, yeah, and older Southern liberal white women, women. yeah. But they're Southern and they're yes. liberal, yeah, yeah. Buddy, they've been through way worse shit than a goddamn virus. Both of them <laughs> groups are tough as goddamn nails. Yeah, well, yeah, but virus was, <laughs> you know, okay, but yeah, but is, you still don't want to throw a virus on I top of that. That, <laughs> that was just me trying to hit. The serious answer was. Um, Every single show we have, the room is capped. One was capped at 100, and they took 10 seats away. The literal rule in North Carolina right now is 100. 100. We're talking about statistics when we should be talking about human beings' lives. I know that. I don't want anyone to get sick. But the reason they capped it at a certain number is mathematically it is actually less likely at a certain number to to be spread. You know, like that's a fact. And I'm going to put out... If you don't want to come and you want your money back, you can get your money back. Yeah. But if you do want to come, we're going to fucking do it. Make your own decision. Like, is it right? I don't know. Like, I told Andy this morning before I left, if if this is before I knew our show was canceled, I was like, yeah, but, like, if someone literally right. got coronavirus and died. Right. Like, imagine literally show. one person who came to our – if yeah. we'd had these shows this weekend, one person came, got it, and then died like dude i would that shit would follow me to the end of my days man yeah i would like well i bet it was the fuck one of the three dudes who was just at lax yeah it would be blamed on us well either way it was still on us. either way either way it would be like we were the reason that they we were the reason they congregated in the first place so like even if it didn't come from us it still would i still i still would feel responsible for it here comes the other side of you know Class privilege, or what? I don't even know how to say that right. But here's what I'm getting at: the other side of my conversations all today, and then this ultimately led me to the decision that I'm to have the shows. Is I talked to a few people. I won't name names, and it's not just me and DJ who are going to make money off these shows. Mm-hmm. And legitimately, I had conversations with I had conversations with like one person who was like, "It's fine. It's not going to be a big deal to me." I had conversations with a few other people who were like, "I need this money." And some of my waiters need this money. And it's like, fuck. 
Yeah, well, I mean, right. Well, that's the other part. Like, yeah, I mean, it's a huge hit to the economy, period, when you look at all these events that are getting canceled. because, Especially, like, do, like, March Madness or, like, South by Southwest right. or, or E3. E3 and shit like that. that bartenders, like, right. servers. People all these people come days. into town. Yeah, who right. don't have salaries. Right, right. Man, there's some people that work in, like, the promotion game that, like, they, like, they do, like, three or four of those big ones a year, and that's their nut. Yeah. And so like that because that those motherfuckers like those types of festivals they're their own little economy situation like yeah there's some right some higher ups that, that South by Southwest are fucking taking a hit right some now. higher ups are taking big hits there's some yeah bartenders and those towns who are like I, I don't mean the, know I didn't mean the CEO of fucking South by South I meant like people who their whole job is promoting I wasn't trying to call you out I'm saying that like the people I'm talking about they're not gonna take a huge hit but they'll take a hit every day they're questioning how to pay their rent this right. month. Dude, all these like productions for TV shows and movies and stuff that are some of them are already being suspended or probably going to start being suspended. That's also like, it's not just you know, fucking Tom Hanks or whatever. It's the grip and like all the like crew people and stuff on all of those productions and the like the movies that are supposed to come out are being pushed back to later because they know that people aren't going to come out to the theater to see them and all that. And there's like that. I mean, you know, the fucking people that work at a goddamn movie theater, well, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to have, something. they're going to staff fewer people right. because nobody's going to come in. And it's like, there's this like ripple effect that, you know, really reverberates throughout well, the entire economy from this. It's going to be bad. You know, we're all, we we're all lucky. I'm lucky in a lot of ways. Amber, uh, she's a saver, uh, and I've got a couple. That, aside from touring, I do have a couple other streams of income. However, if I didn't, like, there's just straight up comedians out there that that's what they do. They're I mean, yeah. artists that tour for a living. That that's all that they're fucked. Even the successful ones, if they were in the game a long time, we had a conversation me and Val about Brad Williams. I don't want to get in anyone's business, but he was like, yeah, uh, Brad. Uh, and I don't think I think Brad did this publicly, so I don't mind saying it. Brad in Seattle, he's got shows in Seattle. He changed the number of tickets mm-hmm. so that he could fit under mm-hmm. the number. Now Brad's on Showtime. I think he sold a show recently. He's probably fine. But I also know Brad grinded for twenty years on the road. Mm-hmm. I also know it's inside him to be like, no, 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 no. no. If there's money on the table, you I go get it, get it because there might be three dry months. You know what I mean? Like that's inside you. If you have had three dry months in your life, that's you're gonna fucking go for it. Well, and also all the people that work at Good Nights this weekend, I know they're just not working, and they don't. They're and they our don't, people they tip don't, well. That our people tip well. Yeah, they're southern, but they're not Christian. Cause yeah, because y'all are because y'all are good people. Yeah, this is a and good. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. We, we can't overstate enough. Whenever the Well Red Boys come to town, and it's because of you motherfuckers out there listening, people get excited not to hear our dumb fuck comedy. Just, no, y'all no, that is and true. If y'all don't know much. that, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. The staff, the staffs of the places that we perform at, tell us all the time how much y'all hit for them. So you know, you know how to hold your liquor. So and yeah, your tip. Good, so good for y'all, and that obviously makes us feel great too. But yeah, now all those people, they yeah, they don't have sick leave. They probably don't have money saved up or whatever, and they're they just don't. not working this weekend, and that Man. sucks. And so me and Corey were talking about this at the bar earlier, Drew, like that. If only there were candidates running who had right. campaigns. Okay, well, on that note, do you think, and I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to spin this into a, a, a great thing or nothing, but I'm just asking a genuine question here. 
I feel like such a huge thing amongst Republicans in particular is always it always just comes down to the economy because like Donald Trump and he I don't think he deserves any credit for this because the imp- right because the implications of economic decisions are you know they're pushed out for years so I don't think Donald also it's literally been happening since '09 the comeback started in '09 and we've right. been doing good since right since so since I don't of I don't think yeah. Donald Trump deserves Donald any Trump of credit inherited a very good absolutely one hundred percent he don't des- he don't deserve any of the credit for it but still. Those people are like, you say whatever you want about Donald Trump, and they're like, look at the economy, look at the unemployment, all this shit. And like, obviously, this has terrible implications for the economy, but if it has like truly terrible implications for it, what kind of impact do you think it's going to have on on the election? Like, yeah. I think it, I think this could really actually all the other shit that he's done, being the Teflon Don and all this, it hasn't like impacted him really. Yeah, now I, he, now he killed Tom Hanks. I feel like this is this could actually be a thing right. that truly sticks. And you're with asking him, me if I, I agree with that? Yeah. the The short answer is yes, maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, that's how I feel too. The long answer is, I think. They ain't gonna blame him for a goddamn virus. Is what his his cult ain't. But what if yeah, less people? Ain't. All right, man. There's so many ways to get into this. We're about to take a real dark turn on this podcast. <laughs> we're about to get real cynical, and we're about to talk real Machiavellian shit. Okay. Before we do that, let me put my heart out there for people who know me and know where my heart is. I want Bernie Sanders to be the candidate. I don't think he's going to be. I think it's a 95.5% chance Joe Biden's a candidate. I think that number was 99 before this. I think we've got a debate on Sunday that'll probably get canceled. But if we have that, right. and fucking Bernie can talk about how you Medicare know Biden can this, say right. that he's for these things, right. but you know who would have been good for this coronavirus? My platform, right. blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that's going to happen. I want it to. And let me say this, too, before anyone out there calls me out on being cynical. I realize it's actually closer than the media is calling it because California hasn't been counted yet, and Bernie's actually only down nine delegates. I know that. I thought California came in today for Bernie. It did come in for Bernie. So then he's only down, as far as I know, that should have made him only be down nine delegates. That aside, I think it's going to be Joe Biden. So my answer is yes, maybe, because can Biden hit him in the debates about that? Absolutely. Will he? He probably will. Will it be effective? I think so. I think Biden's move, and as a guy who wanted Biden to lose the primary, I've been shitting on this move, but it is a move I would enjoy him continuing to employ in the pri- in the actual election. He's going to claim credit for things Obama did because he was his yeah. VP. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he's going to he, say... That's his MO. <laughs> so he's going to say, yeah, like the economy was great on my watch. He inherited it, and look how it. Maybe it took him three and a half years to fuck it up, but he did fuck it up. Right, that's what I he do should think say. It's going to help. Here's the Machiavellian term: to win this election, we need to suppress Republican voter turnout in a legal. <laughs> yes. In a <laughs> okay. In a legal way. Yeah. Yeah. This no, I agree. Idea. I actually wanted to talk to you. I know what you mean. Fucking I wanted to talk to you about this. My friend Rich, stay at home. My friend Rich has this idea that I was waiting to see you in person to talk to you about. Maybe I, Actually, I did talk to you about it. You did. And Rich is a political <laughs> actor, and like, I, I shouldn't have said his name. Corey beeped it out. He's not going to beep it out. Uh, there's people talking about, like, stop running ads that are pro-Joe Biden or pro-Bernie Sanders or whoever the nominee is. 
Don't even say Trump's name. Just get people <laughs> to lose hope and feel despair so they won't go to the polls. Because if you look at Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Virginia, states Hillary lost by various margins but all small, if 20 to 80,000 less people have voted in those states, depending on which state, literally 20 in Wisconsin, if literally 20,000 less people voted, not voted for her, less people Just voted, voted. Yeah. we'd have a completely different outcome. Right. That's where I think the Teflon Don thing is going to go away. The Trump supporters, they don't give a fuck, and frankly, the hardcore ones are dumb as rocks. Yeah. They legitimately will believe that this is a conspiracy of the Illuminati against Absolutely. their boy, and mm -hmm. it's proof in their mind that he's pissing the right people off. But that farmer who just hated NAFTA and couldn't stand Hillary because he's half sexist, but also because like she's legitimately kind of cold-hearted and left him out to dry, and so he voted for Trump, he's not going to vote for Joe Biden. What if he just don't vote, though? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, yeah. If we have low Republican turnout, that's yeah. our best shot. Hey, everybody. Let's take a quick break from the podcast to talk about one of our new sponsors over at Keeps keeps why keeps well two out of three guys are going to experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35 fuck i started experiencing by the time i was uh i think 20 because there's no god but the good news with today's advancements in science keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss and help you keep the hair that you have at half the cost of your local pharmacy you don't have to go broke to avoid going bald keeps offers generic versions of the only two fda approved hair loss products out there some of you may have tried tried them before but probably never for this price prevention is key keeps treatments really work they are up to 90 percent effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss the sooner you start using keeps the more hair you'll save so act fast many men even experience hair regrowth with keeps treatments keeps has revolutionized the way men are treated for hair loss thanks to keeps you no longer have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescriptions now you can visit a doctor online and get your hair loss medication delivered right to your house no more waiting rooms no more pharmacy checkout lines get doctor attention and discreet drug delivery all from the comfort and privacy of your own home find out why keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men that's 100,000 thousand men trust keeps for their hair loss prevention medication for a limited time you can get your first month for free that is a hell of a deal for keeping your hair i wish they had this shit around when i was 20 i might not even be doing this podcast i might be in malibu fucking some tennis player because i actually looked good that's what I'd do if I had keeps. I would have killed if they had that. Um, but if you're out there and you're starting to lose your hair, you now have keeps. All right. So uh, here's the deal. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash red to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash red. You're going to get your first month of keeps absolutely uh, for free. So I suggest you guys do this. Uh, if you're starting to go bald, like, you know, I honestly, he's not here. So I'm just going to talk shit about him. Drew's starting to lose it. He won't admit it, I don't think, but Drew actually could, he could probably use some of this keep. So I'm going to have to get him on it. But for your boy, the show, it's all over. I'm completely bald. Um, but if you're out there before you go completely bald, start using keeps, start getting, uh, the confidence that you deserve. This is something I really wish that I had when I was a younger man. So keeps.com slash red first month's free. And now back to the podcast skew 
Uh, so just so everybody knows, you're about to jump forward in time about five days. When we recorded this podcast, we were in a hotel in Raleigh about to do our show. Well, not about to do our shows. They've been canceled. And we got about 26 minutes or so into the podcast. And it just, on my end, it just sounds insane. Like, I don't know what happened. The microphone's just screwed up and you can't really understand anything we're, um, we're talking about. So, uh, me and Trey today, or excuse me, it was Tuesday. You are listening to this today, as in Wednesday. Tuesday, me and Trey, to make up for it, uh, I, we hopped on Skype and we had a nice 30 minute chat to supplement the rest of this podcast. So we're, uh, we're very sorry, but, uh, uh, here you go. Here's me and Trey. Love y'all. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Wash your goddamn fucking hands. Love you. Skew. Yeah. So, well, that was Raven. What just happened, everybody? Uh, in your ears, it just happened in real time. But for me and Corey, it's like five oh. days later. Which, honest to God, seems like a fucking lifetime. Yeah. So as we told you at the top of the podcast, we were recording in a hotel in Raleigh, North Carolina, and shows got canceled, coronavirus, all that. Well, the file fucked up right in the middle of it, and now we're having to uh, re-record for the back half of the podcast, and it is now, like I said, days later everybody's in quarantine coronavirus in full swing nothing hits uh nfl free agency's hitting so there is that but yeah so far that's about it other than that that's about it yeah but uh, i feel like they're are. making they're just making all these wild ass moves because they're like i mean you know the season ain't really gonna happen so who gives a fuck yeah it's definitely some wild shit going on i know our people generally don't give a shit about uh football but yeah i mean obviously the biggest one tom brady leaving the patriots crazy never never thought i'd see the day no and as i pointed out earlier like i'm not i wasn't even trying to seem uh poignant or like make it make some grandiose statement but like my literal like the only the only memory i have pre 9-11 like within the same year i've got plenty of memories of being a kid but like if you say what's the thing right before 9-11 that you remembered i'd be like oh tom brady joining you know backing up drew bledsoe and and fucking all that shit like that's the thing I associate 9-11 with. So like Tom Brady literally came in with 9-11 and then is leaving with the coronavirus. To, the two most arguable flashbulb moments of our entire life, me and you's entire lifetime. It's just fucking crazy to me. It's like Mark Twain going out with a fucking Hale-Bopp comet or some shit. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way until you put it like that. But I mean, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, greatest of all times career being bookended that way is pretty fucking nuts. Uh, a less insane part of it that also very much uh, hits for me because I just think it's funny. And this is not this is not my uh, observation. I saw this somewhere else, but I, I loved it. Tom Brady. Tom Brady ended up leaving the Patriots on the first St. Patrick's Day in living memory <laughs> in which all the bars in Boston are closed. Yeah, so, it's it's like it's it's sitcommy. Very much, yeah. It's a yeah, it's like the setting for the fucking purge or something. Like, but you know, drunker and sadder and probably and more racist. I don't know. I've never seen the purge, but well, uh, yeah. I imagine has all that. Yeah, I think the purge was like honestly like pretty open minded as far as race goes. Like they were just fucking you know anybody's on the right. table. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, I'm I, sure there was somebody, some people during the purge that probably killed more blacks than than right. any others. You know. Well, I think 
my, I've never seen any of the Purge movies. It's just not my thing. But my understanding of them is that they're like, I think they're supposed to be like social commentary or at least have some they social are. commentary to them. Well, so I, my assumption is that like they at least a little bit deal with racism, but not that the yeah. movies themselves are racist. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, no, it's. Well, yeah. I've never seen the Purge, but I've seen there's an episode of Rick and Morty called Look Who's Purging Now. And, uh, you know, because like every single Rick and Morty episode is loosely based on a sci-fi movie or something. And so okay. this one was. I've this seen one was, the one you're talking about, actually. Yeah. I haven't even seen that many Rick and Mortys, but I've seen that one and it's fucking really good. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's a lot of social commentary in that. What with like, it, you know, they find out that ultimately it was like the rich that was making the pores do the purge so that they could get rid of them. And yada, it was, it was classist or whatever. But yeah. So, I mean. So, I mean, yeah, uh, I do, I assume, I've been thinking the whole time, I've been thinking this whole time, like, of course, this is how my stupid fucking writer comedian's brain is. This is going through my mind the whole time. I was like, ugh, this time next year, there's going to be so many goddamn rom-coms come out about two people who got quarantined together, and they're all going to fucking blow, except for if what you're, if somebody is currently pinning the what happened when the bars closed when Tom Brady left Boston? That shit's going to be a mm-hmm. banger. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. It should at least be some, uh, like, fucking student film from some Boston comics or something. Uh, absolutely. And they're on the come up. It's definitely a good, uh, a good premise. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know. It's just, the hits just keep on coming, man. I mean, obviously, yeah. that particular thing, I don't. It doesn't affect me outside of, you know, me being a sports fan or thinking that part of it's funny or whatever. It's not I ain't losing no sleep over Tom Brady leaving. But it's still it's just like it's just a whole bunch of wild shit. One one after another, uh, ever since 2020 started, like you even of course, you're going to remember when I say it. But like I bet until I mention this right now, you had pretty much completely forgotten that we were talking at one point about going to World War Three with Iran because we killed that dude. Actually, yeah, I had forgot about that. Right. Like I was sitting Everybody here thinking, did. surely to God, you're not about to bring up Kobe dying because I ain't forgot that no. shit. No. No, but everybody forgot that Iran thing, you know, but like at the time, that shit was crazy when that happened. Yeah, you it know? sure was. Australia burned. Burned. Oh my God, dude. Burned and burned and burned forever. And, you know, that are, and then, I, yeah, obviously, Kobe, uh, the coronavirus. I, I mean, I'm certain there's multiple other major things that I am forgetting right now, but it's like it's halfway through March. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, like, we just getting started. It's been insane. Yeah, because, like, I remember, you know, in 2016 was like, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Every single year is always started by one of two things. You know, it's, it's either people saying this is going to be my year or it's always like, whew, at least it ain't, you know, insert last year here because that was the worst year on human record. So, like, the argument to be made is like every single year you can make the argument that it was the worst year on human <laughs> record. And every year you can probably make the argument that it was the best. But I remember in 2016, it was like, man, I know we always say that, but God damn, this is really getting wild. And it was mainly just because celebrities were dropping off because like, you know, by 2016, just because of how time works, all the rock stars from the sixties and seventies were like entering their sixties and seventies. And like, of course they're going to fucking die. But like this year, it ain't been that. It's been literal worldwide fucking pandemic level catastrophes one after another. And yes, I include Kobe in that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's certainly off to a rollicking start. There ain't no doubt about that. I mean, uh, I do. I mean, if sincerely, if it continues at like the pace that it has set for itself so far, 2020 is gonna have to end up being the goat, at least in like modern, like, you know, the living memory of most people right. on earth right now. Since there've been like, podcasts. <laughs> yeah, at least, right. <laughs> at least it's and, and by the way uh speaking of podcasts if you're listening to this and you're one of the i assume several people who skips the intro of a podcast uh, where i'm certain i'll be talking about this uh it should go without saying but like pretty well all of our upcoming dates if, if it's on our it, it's not happening like they're post you know yeah. not canceled they're postponed and we are we have rescheduled several. We're not probably at liberty to discuss when they've been rescheduled, but like, you know, it, it's not like these are canceled. We're never fucking doing it again. Uh, that's definitely not the case because at least, you know, for two of the clubs, at least they're, they're in my fucking top five favorite comedy clubs of all time. So like I'll come back every year, even if it's just me hanging out to see a show, but like, um, everything the well-read tour has on the books right now is postponed indefinitely. And we're very sorry. And like, it sucks, but like, I mean, I would say, you know, we're doing what we have to do, but hell, it's, it's literally not even our decision, even though it is a decision. I would, I would ultimately make that decision, but like kind of fortunately for us, we didn't have to, we were just told, Hey, you're not doing this. We're like, all right, fuck it. And that is true. And also beyond that, we don't really have any real say over the, uh, you know, resolution of it. I mean, obviously we do, we could refuse something if we think it's complete bullshit or whatever. But what I'm saying is as far as like exactly what ends up happening in each case. And the, and the, the hope is that, that, like you said, they'll all just, they'll all just be rescheduled and you know, everything will be fine just a little bit further down the road. But uh, that also is kind of out of our hands. It depends on a lot of other factors, the, the venues and what they, you know, what they have booked out and for how long and you know, what else they've had, fucked up by uh by all this you know so there's just a lot of things to consider but we certainly are going to try to work it out however you know we, we ain't gonna fuck nobody over we're gonna do the right thing one way or another it just might take us a little while, a little while to get it all figured yeah and i mean you know uh, i can't speak for a couple of the venues because we've never worked with them but like for the most part like you're you know you're good nights and you're uh dc improv and and whatnot like i know that they are ultimately i can speak for them and saying that they're gonna do the right thing like they'll make it right by you i don't know how they're gonna fucking do it but like it'll you know it'll work out and uh you know at at times like these we uh honest to god you know nobody probably should be thinking like what am i gonna do with these fucking comedy tickets but like i do understand it's still money (laughs) so you know i don't know yeah um, we didn't get none of it if that helps (laughs) mm -hmm. right yeah right uh yeah no man it's uh whole coronavirus thing it's just crazy dog yeah it it it, uh, i'm gonna have to add this to my um my ongoing series uh coronavirus don't hit don't hit yeah yeah the uh hotly anticipated sequel to 9-11 don't hit yes uh, (laughs) yes and uh there's at least hitler don't hit had hitler yeah that was a yeah that was a um prequel a prequel obviously yeah yeah series started series started when 9-11 don't hit yeah um (laughs) (laughs) uh and it Uh, don't but yeah no coronavirus certainly coronavirus virus certainly has not hit and like honest to god man like 
we're we're very very fucking early in the not hits uh like it's and and i don't and honest to god i don't even mean the death so that's a given like that fucking sucks and god i hope that we can all just take care of ourselves but like dude like this is like me and my buddy were talking about it last night of how fucking scary it is because i was telling him we were talking about like you know dude people some people like dude most Hell, most people that have a job live paycheck to paycheck. That's just true. Right. That's just accurate. Yep. A lot of them can't even do that. A lot of them can't even live on their paycheck to paycheck. But if you if you get in a paycheck in America, most likely that shit is gone by the and you need that other paycheck to hit. And I was telling him, I was like, man, we're living in a world where like people have already missed the first one and it's fucked and it's just going to keep getting worse. And I said, here's why I know it's scary. I'm one of the most fortunate people in America, I'm like of the people in America, like speaking people live paycheck to paycheck. I'm of a, not the top 1%, but like I'm of a high percentage of people or low percentage of people who like, I'm comfortable. I don't live paycheck to paycheck. I'm fine. And I'm still kind of fucking worried. So like, I know it's bad out there, man. And I just can't even fathom what the next month looks like, what the next two months look like. And then like, even once shit starts to get better, like just the fucking, the ramifications that I don't know if you can put that genie back in the fucking bottle, man. I know. And like, they, I mean, here's how you know that it's like, it's about to get bad is the fact that as what they, I mean, that's definitely, I mean, there's a million ways that you can tell. (laughs) Obviously shit is a bad and is about to get worse probably uh, for a lot of reasons, but what I was going to say is the shit that came out today, or at least I've just recently seen it, where the fucking the Trump administration is trying Giving to money. put this bill. Yeah, this $850 billion stimulus package in place that would send money directly to American citizens. And like th- that, it, for them to be like doing that, I mean, hell, even yeah. considering, let alone just going ahead and doing that, this or this administration yeah. specifically, like, dude, it's bad. Like, because and, and, that, that's the and for the record, they wouldn't have dreamed of even mentioning like it, it would have been blasphemy for this administration oh, yeah. to even even acknowledge the existence of a plan like this and then now they just come right out and do it and like matt should tell you everything you need to know about like just how fucking bad it's gonna get and 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 on you know honestly even though like clearly like you said in order for them to have done it they were like literally they had to be almost at fucking gunpoint but like still good on them i'm not gonna like just let that one slide like fuck yeah you know appreciate you like it does seem like at least for the past day and a half, <laughs> which is not a lot of time. Like I, I think they've really started to take it serious and realize like, Oh fuck, man, we need to, uh, we need some competence on this issue. Uh, but they've, so, but, but before that though, man, they've really, they've really fumbled the ball in terms of how they've dealt with it. But like, yeah, good on them. That stimulus package. That's like, that's it. That's a fucking start and we fucking need it. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't understand. I don't know, man. I don't understand how, I mean, unless they do that and do more of that and just keep that coming or whatever, I don't understand literally how it's possibly all supposed to fucking work. Well, where are they going to spend the money? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, they as long as fucking grocery stores and whatnot stay up, my understanding is so far, thankfully, luckily, the like the U.S. supply chain for goods and stuff is still 
intact and operational. So I know that like all the stores and stuff ran out immediately, but they're su- supposedly being restocked and that isn't threatened, uh, at least as of now, the way I understand it. And I think as long as that's the case, uh, people will be spending money on just like, you know, basic shit that you need. But I, I just right. mean like, I just mean because of what you were saying, like, I don't how like, I mean, are we really going to have people like quarantined to some extent for fucking, I mean, literal months? Because, yeah. Like, yeah, I, dude, that's I mean, I can't even that's crazy. I mean, if it, if yeah. that's what it's got to be, then it's what it's got to be. But I'm saying like, I just can't even right now. Yeah. Three whatever days into it, I just can't even fucking wrap my mind around where we're going to be in two months if that is how it actually plays out yeah i mean dude it's it's fucking like you know we i've when we as kids and and and, you know in school and whatever and you were reading about the great depression like it all just seemed like oh right well that such a thing was such of the time we that could never even remotely something like that happen again and like man (laughs) Like, fuck, at least, like, during the Depression, it was just a financial thing. Like, people could at least walk the fuck outside. But, like, now it's, like, financially crippling. Plus, like, hey, don't go out there because you might fucking choke to death and die on this goddamn virus. So, like, I don't know, man. Like, shit's about to collapse, and it ain't going to hit. And there's, I mean, fucking crime is going to have to go up. And, like, it's yeah. just a ripple effect of, of just fucking not hits. Yeah, goddamn, coronavirus truly don't hit. No, it, it may be the least hitting of them all. Well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I was like, this is this is like a thing that everyone who is like making memories right now on planet Earth is going to remember this shit forever. You know? Yeah. I'm like that don't that don't happen much at all. Like you, you know, what I mean? and you know, I can remember it, too what in my lifetime it's 9-11 and this yeah right i agree and i and, and, for, I, and if I, you live in the south when the braves won the world series but other than that and when dale earnhardt died uh okay but, actually yeah three you right yeah if you're from the south but if you're talking like globally and i do entity 9-11 did raise to that standard globally just because of you know what america is globally and whatever but uh but i but I, you know, 9-11 was, it's not like it was perceived universally the same way. around. Of course not. Right. You know right. Yeah. For some people, it really right. hit. Right. Yeah. For some people, 9-11 yeah. did hit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's so like, weird to whereas, think about, but so true. It's very true. Whereas this, yeah. though, is not really like that. You know what I mean? Like. There, there, obviously, there's the people that are like that think it's a fucking the idiots who don't believe it or whatever the fuck else. But I'm saying like as far as just generally speaking between cultures, the perception of the coronavirus is, you know, it's like, yeah, it don't hit. It, it could <laughs> almost right. It could almost be argued just because of how many people there are in the world and how shitty America is to all those people that uh, 9-11 perhaps hit for more people than it did not hit yeah i mean it's possible for sure yeah uh i don't know i haven't done the 9-11 hit don't hit math but and honestly it, don't it, no, you know it's not a good idea no <laughs> um 
Yeah, I don't know. I think most of, and I know you're, you're just making a hit, but I think that a, lot, a whole lot of places, their primary thing, I bet at that time was like, oh, this about to be some shit that's probably not going <laughs> to hit for the world. You know what I mean? I, I, yes. Obviously, it was terrible. It was so funny to think about somebody seeing 9-11 and go, oh, this about to be some shit. <laughs> yeah. But Quote hey, uh, Japan from 9-11. <laughs> oh, this about to be some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, you just said Japan, and I got to have some noodles. Um, yeah. Which I have plenty because we went fucking quarantine shopping yesterday. Yeah, we uh, – I – so, outside of you making your own noodle, and we, when I say noodles right now, I specifically mean like Asian style noodles, whether raw, uh-huh. low main, or whatever the hell. Outside of you making your own at your house, are you are you you have any options there? Uh, we have one. You mean like if you mean aside if coronavirus wasn't happening, do I have a place to no, go get ramen? No, no, no. I mean right now with coronavirus, like we like we still got all the restaurants and everything in LA are closed, but not for delivery. Like delivery is still well, a thing. So I can um, still get pretty much any kind of food I want. Oh, well, I, I mean, you know, here. I don't have delivery for shit, except if it's, unless it's Domino's like where right. I'm at, like, but I like Chattanooga has a pretty good ramen spot called uh 21. I think it's called 21 Jack, but like, I'm not, I, and, and I'm, I bet they're still open right now, but like, I'm, you know, as as uh, lackadaisical and loose as the show usually lives at fly by the seat of my pants as I am, I'm actually taking this social distancing uh, pretty serious, and I'm not leaving the house. Like, it's, and I'm, you know, I'm not the most, like, I know how I come across on the podcast, but, like, Trey, you you know this about me. I'm not, it's, I'm not the most social butterfly anyways. Like, I try not Ooh. to do, do nothing anyway, so this really ain't. This ain't so far. Now I'm going to end up going stir crazy. And that just the simple fact of knowing I can't go do something will inherently make me want to go do a thing that I wouldn't have wanted to do anyways. But like right now, like, no, I'm, I'm attempting to respect the whole, don't leave your house. Don't risk if you can, like I'm staying here. I'm on the Forster compound. We got a nice place, you know, here. And, uh, I've been up in my attic watching wrestling. They, if we lose the internet during this shit though, whoo Dude, boy, my internet was, out briefly earlier but it uh-huh. being out may, got that in my mind i was like oh my god if the internet yeah. goes down what are we gonna do i'm Dude. in this house with yeah. my wife and young sons and bro i'm telling you right now if it ain't no netflix about it's over like, I, I don't know what the fuck i mean we've got some board games but you can only play so many board games yeah colors color so many coloring books man fucking yeah I'm we've got a bunch internet yeah, we've got a shit ton of board games, and me and Amber, during our quarantine shopping yesterday, we got like six or seven, like thousand, fifteen hundred piece puzzles or whatever. But like, and I, and I also, because of our age, uh, we do have quite a hefty collection of DVDs. Unlike I'm sure some people, honestly, just like four or five years younger than me, like don't probably don't even have one DVD. <laughs> like, why would they? I had um, a shitload, and fucking Katie got rid of them, and I, you know, I couldn't really argue with it because they did take up a lot of space, which is at a premium when you live in Southern California. But I've also the past couple of days thought about that decision on her part. Just look at her with my eyes narrowed, like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. you thought she it, was hitting, didn't you? It's it's you it's know. funny. It, it's funny because like I too have thought 
to amp because we got all these dvds i thought you know we should go give these to the thrift store or something that way somebody that don't can't afford netflix or whatever they can come stock up get a dvd for 25 cents or whatever and then i've but i've never done it and now i'm so thankful because like yeah i'm I'm thinking like dude the internet fucking goes down because like it mine started buffering a little weird yesterday too but turns out it's just i had a bunch of shit running but i the first thought that went through my mind was like not now god you cannot fuck not not two things i'll give you corona but you can't also take away the motherfucking internet because what we gonna do yeah yeah and i mean i for the record i also am not leaving my house uh we haven't we're we still haven't been having to go out. Like Katie had to go to Target yesterday because she read on Facebook that Target had milk again because like that's yeah. how it's been. Uh, and again, my understanding is that's going to be rectified. We have not really been able to do like extensive uh, prep shopping yet because of how insane everything's been out here and how quickly everything got gone. But uh, so we've had to go out a couple of times, but, uh, but only when necessary. But I, I just was wondering if because I know the Chickamauga is right, right there outside Chattanooga. And I was wondering if you were in like delivery range of any mess or there is a only fast food stuff. Yeah. And, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm going to use this as an opportunity not to fuck with that. So speaking of fucking milk yesterday when me and Amber was grocery shopping, we we only had one big ass buggy. But like we also split up throughout the store like, hey, I'm going to get we're at Walmart and there's a bunch of people there. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go get this while you go down this island, blah, 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 blah. So I didn't. Re- she's the one that got the milk, and I didn't. Need- I wasn't paying attention to like what she got, you know, because I mean she know what I like. So I wasn't even paying attention to it. We got home, and I fucking pulled out a goddamn half gallon of fucking milk, one half gallon of milk, and I was like, Amber, what the fuck is this shit? And she goes, it's half gallon. I was like, Why did you only get a half gallon of milk? And she goes, Well, we sometimes we have to throw milk away because you know you're the only one that drinks milk, and you're gone all the time. And I was like, are you hearing what the fuck you're saying right now? I'm about to be, like, I, it ain't that. It, that This half gallon finna be gone today. And by the way, it almost very is. Yeah, right. Of course it is. Yeah, I mean, I well, had three that, bowls that, of that, cereal. That don't hit. Well, so, okay. So, like, what are you going to do about that? I mean, I I just won't have milk. That's fine. Whatever. I got all this other shit. Like, I know how that sounds, but I got plenty it of sound, cheese. Yeah. right okay dude i'm out of cheese so oh that don't hit no it don't hit yeah nothing hits um i'm also certain that there will be a way for me to get more milk if i need it i just believe that just because i live near so many cow (laughs) i mean i also unless the shit is just wrong or whatever i i think that you can you'll be able to if I know you don't want to leave the house, but if you do leave the house, I think you would be able to go and get some milk if you want to. If not today, then like soon, I think. Uh, like, I don't think it's going to be like unavailable to you, but you know, who knows? I don't know shit. Just being hopeful. I don't know. Uh, it's going to get raving and about, and I don't know. Nothing hits. Man, it's, I'm, you know, we were talking about like we fucked around and we're not fucked around. We did the right thing. Like we have some group projects going on that don't that don't involve our stand up. So we took like the first two and a half months off of this year to work on them and write on them. And then, yeah. of course, the very second the very second we decided, all right, let's go back up on tour. This happened. And I and we're seriously facing the possibility of not having another show till like, I mean, literally August. Like, all, as a matter of fact. 
that's just what it's going to be. Like August will probably be our first show back. And uh, in that time, because I've been working with y'all on uh, stuff and y'all are on the West Coast and, and I'm over here, I've been working on y'all's time. And it just so happened to work out that every single time I was about to go, like any of the open mics of the shows that I wanted to hop on in Chattanooga that were like good that I could do. It happened to be a night where we had a writer's meeting or where we were doing a podcast or we had to do this. And I was just like, I, you know, I didn't take advantage of some of them. And I, I, what I'm trying to say is I have not done stand up in the year 2020. Yeah, man, that's fucking crazy. I and, mean, I, and because I, we're not I supposed have. to go outside and social and because we're not supposed to go outside or social distance and like open mics ain't going to be open and nothing's going to be open. I might go till august without doing the thing that i've done every week since i was 16 years old and it is fucking fucking with me like i'm not i'm not like upset like i I don't think i'm a i'm not like invalidating myself but like it's weird as fuck yeah that no that's wild man i mean i've been i've been doing some out out here uh in la and stuff uh but i mean i don't know it's been at least a at least a few weeks for me at this point. And obviously, yeah, it's going to be a lot longer. Um, the only thing that kind of helps me in my thought process is that by the time we come back, every single comedian on earth will also be rusty. It's just that like yeah. I had two months, two months a- ahead of time. So like, it really kind of won't matter. Like I kind of got away with one, <laughs> honestly, right. but, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It, it's weird, dude. Like I'm about to, uh, I don't know. I just can't even, I can't even shake it, dude, this whole thing. And I mean, you know, it's affecting me less than it's affecting so many people. These are my fucking white dude problems, I guess, with the whole coronavirus. But like, it's fucked up out there. Y'all be safe. Goddamn. Stay inside if you can. Yep. Yeah, you said it, baby. And uh, with that, I don't know. Are we we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I need to go waller and fair. Yeah, me too. For a while. And, uh. Eat some peanut butter out of a jar. Watch friends. All right, well, nothing hits. Nothing hits. Love y'all. We'll see. You. <laughs> I, I, we're going to like slowly descend further and further into lunacy on this podcast, <laughs> I think, maybe <laughs> yeah. over the next, like, as, you know, over the weeks. Because we're going to keep doing this because oh, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming, I'm assuming what, I guess what we're going to do now is every episode, presumably, will be remotely done like like we're doing right now um yeah because uh, the studios are going to be closed i'm sure yeah i'm right so yeah well you know we'll we'll see how that goes it's probably gonna get wild uh and we ain't gonna have nothing else to do like usually it's like oh i've got a window of time here we're gonna end up there's gonna be y'all gonna hear some fucking five-hour podcasts here in the next couple months all right well fuck it we'll see y'all next time love you skew Thank you all for listening to the Well Read Show. We'd love to stick around longer, but we got to go. Tune in next week if you got nothing to do. Thank you, God bless you, good night, and skew. Wash your hands, baby.